0: Hi, I'm Kara Sharon, and welcome to the Digital Business Breakthrough Podcast, where we dive in and explore how you can learn how to break all the rules of business and success and try things that most people aren't willing to do so that you can have unbelievable breakthroughs in your business and life. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Digital Business Breakthrough Podcast, our Fail Forward to Success highlight series, which I am super, super excited today to bring you another wonderful female entrepreneur who is going to share her wisdom from failing hard and how she got over it. And so today we have Colleen Kohenik and Colleen is the founder of the Scrappy Frontier. And so she helps women from, I love this, the typewriter generation, become successful laptop entrepreneurs. She started her first online business after getting sacked from nearly a three-decade-long corporate career when she was almost 50. That is, wow. And, you know, the experience of having her own business has completely changed her life forever, and she is on a mission, my friends, to help other women like her do the same, Colleen. Welcome, I'm
1: so happy you're here. Oh my gosh, Kara, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love talking about failure. I love it. I know it's one of my favorite
0: things to talk about. And you'll hear me say this so many times is that, you know, your success inspires me for like a half a second, but your failure and your ability to like overcome an obstacle and then have success after, that's what like lights me up and motivates me. And I think so many people... Can relate
1: better to failure than they can success. Absolutely! Oh my gosh! And I think as as women in particular, we spend so much time trying to not fail <laughs> that we that we often then wind up not even doing the thing that we could 100%. have failed at and then succeeded at. A hundred percent. I I agree with you so much. We build it all up. We go on the
0: journey and fail in the head, and then we're like you don't even take any action because you're so afraid of that fear of failure that you just you're just paralyzed
1: and you yeah. don't move forward 100%. And the lessons that come from failure are invaluable and they cannot be gotten any other way. You can't get them from reading a book, you can't get them from studying other people. You have got to trip and skin your knees yourself. <laughs> you I know really and that's
0: it. one of the reasons I wanted to do this series is because I really believe we have to change our mindset around failure. We have been taught not to fail. We've been taught that failure is bad and scary and horrible. And really, failure is honestly the natural part of success. You cannot have
1: success without failure. 100%. 100%. And I think we need to remember in this online space Failure is not nearly as uh, terminal (laughs) as it is, you know, in the, uh, you know, in the on-ground space where if you have a brick and mortar and you're setting up shop and you've made investments, the online world is, it's like made for failure because it's made for quick pivots and tweaks and it's, it makes failure easy, which is great. You know what? You are absolutely right. And I remember saying years
0: ago, I would rather start a digital business. 10 of them before. And you could start easy 10 of them before even opening one type of brick and mortar shop between inventory and overhead and all of those things. And and if you think about you need to fail your way to success, my goodness, look at all those opportunities you had to fail to finally hit a jackpot as opposed to just this one try at a brick and mortar and like a huge investment. So I am with you. Now, with that being said, I would love for you to share with us what is one big fat failure that you have
1: had. I have to pick just one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the one I wanted to talk about really. So after I was laid off, I uh, was feeling pretty cocky about things like here I am, Miss Smarty Pants had the successful corporate career. How hard can it be to start an online business? Right. Yeah. And then day two, I was like, oh, holy heck. Like, what have I done? What have I done? But I jumped in and I actually started an online magazine for my little town in Florida where I live. Oh, cool. Because in a, in a previous life, I had done some freelance writing for like Better Homes and Gardens magazines. And so I thought, oh, it will be great. You know, do that for my little town. So I did all the things, you know, I did the website and I got the pretty branding and I got the great colors and I did all the fun, sexy stuff. But my biggest failure was really understanding how I would make money in this business. Mm -hmm. I knew I would make money by generating ad revenue, you know, covering local stories and generating ad revenue. What I totally, totally failed to understand was how labor-intensive and time-intensive that ad revenue process or generating ad revenue was going to be. Uh, Because I was a total solopreneur, so I was salesperson, writer, website person. I mean, I was all of the above. And when I first started trying to, you know, get ad sales, I would get these small local businesses, oh yes, we would love to advertise, but they had no idea how to do like advertising for online for a website. So then I became, you know, I became the design person. I had to (laughs) teach them how to send me the file. I had to optimize. So I totally missed that part. Like I totally missed how I was gonna make money or how much work making money would be with this particular type of business. Didn't even cross my mind. It didn't cross. It was just like, that'll just be easy. You know, we'll just do the thing and you just, you know, we'll sell the ad space. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And I really got caught up in the fun stuff. Like, oh, I have a really cool website now. And I, you know, that I got caught up in the fun stuff and kind of forgot about the business stuff Mm. behind the whole thing.
0: That was that is that is a golden nugget right there for every person listening to this, because I feel like so many people get caught in perfection. And one of my favorite sayings is perfection is an illusion. And you will never be perfect and knowing that, and it's okay. Good is good enough to go is how I live. And so it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to, you're, you're going to go. And so that is a wonderful nugget. So what is the one big
1: lesson that you feel like you learned from this failure? Well, and there could be more, but yeah, the, really the biggest lesson, and this is what I teach, you know, my current clients is do your due diligence understand what you're getting into in the sense of how how is revenue going to be generated in this particular business talk to people who are potentially already doing it and ask them you know what where how they spend their time where they spend their time you know what is really involved cuz i didn't do any due diligence beyond how do i create a pretty website Um, so I think it's really about due diligence and just trying to understand what the mechanism for your business is going to be, how much time it's going to take. And does that fit with your lifestyle? Like, Mm. does that fit with what you want for your life? That was my biggest lesson. Know what you're getting into. (laughs) Know what you're getting into.
0: So then how has that helped shape your success now or where you are today?
1: Oh my gosh, 100%. 100%. I, like you just said, you know, uh, good is good enough, get it out the door. I'm very much a huge proponent, get it out the door because until you have something out the door, you have no real information or data to make decisions from. So uh, obviously, starting a magazine was a much bigger endeavor. Very big. I mean, <laughs> I jumped just way care. too deep over my head. Uh, but businesses now, so like I work with experts, you know, that want to monetize their expertise, bring it into the online space. And so I'm very much a proponent, like jump in, start messaging, get something out there. It may totally flop. In fact, it probably will, but you want to fail fast because you want that information to have that information so it informs you going forward. Like, okay, we know A and B didn't work, so now we're trying C and D. Okay, C works, so we're going to do more of C. So you really want to get stuff out there fast and you know, get that data back to, to make good decisions going forward. 100%. I, I, I always say marketing is math.
0: It, it Honestly, it's math. Marketing is math. It's the numbers. And if you can learn how to separate your emotion from the math, you are on your way to success. It's when you get caught up in that emotion because of the math and then you internalize and then you're all of a sudden, you're a failure. You shouldn't do this. And you blow it up in your brain way
1: bigger than it ever needed to be, right? It, it, that's oh where Oh my gosh, 100%. And another challenge, I don't know that it's necessarily women over 50 who I serve, but I always talk about when we were growing up, we had longer to decide things. You know, things just moved more slowly. Like things just didn't, you know, things were not instantaneous in our world like they are now. So I'll have, you know, people in my programs like, oh my gosh, did you see like that 30 something? Like they just like, they've started four businesses already by the time they're 30. And it's almost like a negative. I'm like, good for them, good for them. They're using this online space. They're putting stuff out there. They see what works, what doesn't work. And they move forward with what does. And I'm like, we need to learn how to do that. We've got to get off this. I have to have all my ducks in a row. I have to have everything in perfect order before I even put one thing out there because you are building a business then based on assumptions and guesses and not numbers or facts.
0: Exactly, exactly. So what would you say going back to, let's say there's somebody listening to this right now who is in the position you were when you first, you're, you know, out of a corporate job, you're trying to break into this online space, you know, if you can remember how raw and real that felt for you. Um, and maybe they're in that failure right now. You know, they're trying something, that they feel like world the rug is being pulled out from underneath them in this. What advice would you give them to help pull themselves
1: out of this, don't stop. <laughs> uh, you know the biggest failure I see is people will put something out there. Oh, it didn't hit. I. It must be me. It must be wrong. I'm not good enough. So I'm just going to quit. Uh, nobody is going to go out the door perfect the first time around. Uh, In fact, I was doing a Facebook live, I think it was a few weeks ago. And this woman was like, I'm just so scared to put myself out there. And I I'm afraid I'm going to trip. And I'm like, let me put your mind at ease. You will suck. And you will trip. (laughs) Have that expectation. Like, you will trip and you will fail. The successful just keep trying. And so for that person who has put something out there, and it's, it's flopped, or they feel like it's flopped, did that thing really flop or can you take a step back and you know, what didn't work about it? Um, who was giving you feedback? I've seen a lot of people take feedback from people they shouldn't about their business is one thing like family and friends, kiss oh, okay. of death, kiss of death versus their actual real customers. So I would be like, have you gotten some you know, potential customers really into your space? Like people you'd wanna work with and they've given you feedback, if so, you know, go with that feedback, talk to them more. But the number one thing is don't quit. If you have an idea that, you know, lights a fire in your belly, don't stop putting it out there until you find the right way to put it out there and in front of the right people. Because I think 99% of it is just keep going, just keep going.
0: Yeah, and and I will say this, I uh, I do some, some speaking and one of my uh, talks is about resiliency. And one of my favorite things to talk about is the iceberg illusion, you know, where we have that beautiful iceberg on the top and that is success and that is what everyone sees. But underneath is this mountain of failures and obstacles and all the other crap that no one sees. And it's the illusion that it's just like, oh, you know, and we want to succeed so fast and we're not willing to realize that. Yes. And you know what? Some people have success much faster than others. And again, you can't control that. It doesn't mean anything about you as a person, you know, and I think yeah. so many people internalize that of like, what does that mean about me? And they also maybe only send like a hundred people to a sales page or to an offer. And, and then they're like, nobody bought, I'm a fail. I'm like, that's nowhere near enough eyeballs. That's not even data. That's, That's not, not even data. data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so they like they run away, you know, well before they've even gotten in the game. They they've already they've yeah. already been like I failed and it's like but my friend, you haven't even started.
1: Yeah, and that is something I work a lot with with my audience, you know, managing expectations. Do not expect to start putting stuff out on social media and have instant engagement. It could be months and months. The measure of success is going to be how long can you continue to put it out there to crickets before you start getting that engagement? And that's the the true measure. That's the resiliency. That's the persistence. That's, you know, I say to my audience all the time, you have to leap before you look because (laughs) there is no ground underneath you there. You know, you're just going to have to figure it out as you go. You have to figure it out as you go, but you have to persist for sure. Uh, And I think social media totally plays into that iceberg notion, because we only see the beautiful, the fabulous, the wonderful life, the wonderful success, my big launch, my successful launch, I'm a guru. And we don't see what has happened behind the scenes, or we don't see, you know, we don't see all the facts behind the scenes. And I think that's another challenge.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And I think it is very encouraging. I love sharing failure, uh, because, It happens. It's such a big part of our our reality, but so many people have been conditioned that, oh, it's only success when you and I both know, you know, (laughs) we know that failure is just, if, if we can adapt and change our mindset, that failure is natural. And it's just part, it's just part of the fun
1: of being an entrepreneur. Then it's nothing it to is be part of, of the fun. I mean yeah. sometimes it's not fun in the moment, but it is always <laughs> fun to look back and like, I can't believe I did that. yeah <laughs> what was I thinking at the time? but it's always a good lesson. It is always a good lesson and it you know the failure always makes for a good story later as well. but just what we learn from it is invaluable invaluable percent
0: hundred percent well, Thank you so much for your time today, my friend. It has been wonderful. I would love for you to tell people if they want to connect with you
1: or they want to know more about you, where do they find you? Where do you live on the internet? I. It's easy. I live at scrappyfrontier.com. That's where you can find me, connect with me, all of the above, scrappyfrontier.com. That uh, is awesome.
0: Well, thank you. I have really enjoyed it. And I just, yeah, I can't thank you enough for today.
1: Oh, no. Thank you, Kara. I appreciate it. This was fun.